Welcome back. <laughs> I'm you. in a mood. <laughs> Frankly, I'm in shock. The nerve, the audacity. Anyway, it's the Articulate Podcast. This is Savage. And this is Ty. What kind of mood you in? I'm curious. I, I'm just in a mood. I feel great. It's payday. My cold is finally ending or whatever I had. Hey. It's amazing. Tomorrow's Friday. Look at God. Yeah, I've been uh, pretty congested myself all week. It was a short week, so that's a blessing. Let's not forget that. It really is. But, Although, uh, <clears throat> being sick and shut in. It's horrible. Made it longer, but you know, but... I was able to catch up on Game of Thrones and Handmaid's Tale. Well, you got a whole year to catch up on Game of Thrones because they skipped a fucking year with they the last season. Putting the seventh season on and taking it off. What's going on with that? They playing games with y'all. Oh, God. Everybody trying I to catch it. up. Gonna be mad as hell. I'm on the fifth season, but anyway, um, yeah. But did you have a good Memorial Day weekend? I did. I did got you barbecue. I did. I got some grilled food. Of course, I did the cooking. Um, the grilling. Of course. It it was straight. It took me like maybe forty five minutes to grill everything. Cause nice. I, um, we had a rack of ribs though. Put them joints in the that oven. That took more than forty five minutes. We put them joints in the oven for about thirty minutes, and then just like you know, grilled it outside and got them real smoky. That shit was good as fuck. If you cook them on the grill the whole time, it takes over an hour. Forever time that I did not have, and the grill not that damn big. So I had but to wait I haven't for had any in a while. Yeah, they were good I though. But I got sick like on Sunday when I woke up. I was starting to feel sick. I had a sore throat. So I sat my ass down pretty much Sunday night um, after the cookout or whatever. And then the entire day on Monday, I was just in the house because I felt terrible. And I felt terrible all week until probably this morning. So, Yeah. How was Same yours? Days. How was your weekend, please? Other oh, than being sorry. Sick. I thought I told you I went to a cookout and I had some really good Ethiopian food. Do you know the <laughs> <laughs> we went to like a hookah place here in Arlington and um, right at like next door is the Ethiopian restaurant. And we went at like one or two in the morning. I Damn. knew better because Ethiopian food does not agree with my I already, stomach. I was about to say, I already know where you where this is going. <laughs> but I was fine, you know, in there. But they were shucking and jiving. And, you know, usually Ethiopian music it got a little bounce to it. It does. I don't know how to, I'm not going to make the noise in my mouth and offend anybody, but you just definitely be <laughs> bouncing your shoulders repeatedly. But they played, was it Candy Liquor? Come on. That's or... my shit. <laughs> Yo, Candy Liquor. Is that what that little white boy is saying? I think viral video? so. It was either Candy Liquor or a Side Piece. And Those... they... <laughs> Were they shucking and jiving to it? They were dancing. And I'm like, oh, my God. I almost forgot for a quick second that Ethiopian people are black, too. Because I was just like, first of all, why are they playing this? Second of all, why are y'all dancing to it? Ethiopians are whole entire niggas, too. Yes. (laughs) If y'all have never heard Candy Licka, I think it's L-I-C-K-A. It doesn't matter. You'll find it. That's it. (laughs) Inside piece. Oh my god. A gem. 
Look in the black up. community. Okay. <laughs> That's some shit my parents listen to at the Hole in the Wall. Same. There's also a song called The Hole in the Wall, which you also should look up. That Let's shit go, baby. <laughs> some Kimbridge shit. Shout out wall. to Kimbridge, Virginia. That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to the club in Kimbridge when I was 15. Have anyway, you ever, wait, did you ever cool. go to the, the Bricklayer? I went to the Starlight. Oh, okay. Anyway. Oh. All right, y'all. We have a lot to <laughs> go over. I'm so sorry. So old. Starting with Drake versus Pusha T. That's why I'm in and a bad that, mood. That is T spelled T-E-A because <laughs> he spilled all the tea, all the mixed beans, everything. Mm. But, uh... This is hip-hop history in the making, really. It is. We're living I'm through it. I'm angry. And the reason I'm angry is because he didn't have to do him like that. And I don't have a good comeback. I'm going to get there because I have an opinion, of course. But I'm just the, – the Meek Mill beef with Drake never panned out. So it wasn't it did. really Meek Mill's career was. Put I know, on but it was. It wasn't like they didn't go toe to toe. It was never. You know what I mean? Because he never came back with anything. Meek didn't. Right. Nor nor did the Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma beef because I feel like Nicki came back weak as fuck. So it was like it wasn't two equal opponents. Like they or they didn't give two equal efforts, I should say. But now that Drake and Push have put out solid ass diss tracks, I feel like we have a real beef like on our hands. So I'm happy about it. It's a good time. <sighs> Anyway, the backstory is there's a 12-year-old beef, apparently, that started this whole thing when Lil Wayne wore a Bape hoodie. Did you hear about this? Back in, no. This like in 06, Lil Wayne wore a Bape hoodie. And, you know, during that time, the Clips and Pharrell and all them, that was their thing. Bape was their thing. They always wore Bape. So when they saw that Lil Wayne wore it, they felt the way and they, like, dropped, you know, put out a subliminal message in one of their songs or whatever. Because of a sweatshirt. Yes. Bape was they shit. Bape. Who? Do people still wear that? I think so. Anyway. I've seen a shirt recently and it annoyed me. All this over a fucking Bape hoodie. But um, that's basically how it started and eventually Drake got involved in a whole bunch of years and subliminals later, here we are. Kanye dropped Oh, did you see when um Pusha T dropped his album this past Friday, and Kanye dropped eighty five thousand dollars to use a photo of Whitney Houston's bathroom for the that album was cover. Taste. Yeah, that was in poor taste. That was a side note. Um, but their defense was the picture's already public, so what's the big deal? But Whitney's it's family was not happy. Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown said he wanted to slap somebody. I'm waiting for that to happen because that nigga crazy. <laughs> Go but off, yeah. Bobby. I'm just saying, like, there's so many other images you could have used. And you decided to use the image of the bathroom of a legend. Whitney Houston is a fucking legend. Like Kanye is more interested in being controversial. Like, he don't even give a fuck about nobody's feelings and uh, what that means or how it affects other people. Like, no. I hate him. Hate. But, yeah, so Pusha T's album Daytona came out this past Friday. And in the song Infrared, which is on the album, the last song on the album, he says, uh, the game's fucked up, niggas' beats is banging, nigga, your hooks did it, the lyric pinning equal equal to Trump's winning. The bigger question is how the Russians did it. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. Yikes. How could you ever write these wrongs when you don't even write your songs? Um, Within 24 hours. But that's old T, Pusha T. It is. The whole Quentin thing. That's, that shit is so cold. I it's think frozen. maybe 
two, three years ago, people were saying the guy Quentin Miller, I think his name is. We already know. It goes right for Drake. How about that? So he that's the only couple lines he gave to Drake in the song. But within 24 hours, Drake said, not on my watch. <laughs> not on my watch, sis. <laughs> so he came out with the Duppy Freestyle, which was a straight, like the whole thing was just a straight diss record as opposed to just a couple lines. Listen, I love everything about Duppy because he yeah. took a deep breath at the beginning like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in shock. The nerve. I love, I love, we are clearly Drake fans on this show. A stan, even. I'm a Pusha T fan, too. First of not all. Not that v- much. I didn't listen to the album. I'm not going to lie to you. I've listened to it several times. But VA, Two Up, Two Down, we're both from Virginia. So it's it's like a given that we like Pusha T, but. I like him, I but know. I definitely wasn't listening to his music. Yeah, not like Drake. Sorry. Obviously. But, um. So the Duppy freestyle. First of all, the term Duppy originates from Jamaican folklore. Of course, Drake. And it's another name for an evil spirit, demon, or the ghost of a dead person. So I guess he's saying, then they got ghost of the past. Basically, let it go. I'm going to just run through a few notable lyrics from the song. One of, them, one of them is, so if you rebuke me for working with someone else on a couple of Vs, what do you really think of the nigga that's making your beats? I've done things for him I thought he never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. I pop style for 30 hours, then let him repeat. Now you popping up with jokes. I'm dead. I'm asleep. Um, this was kind of clever because if you notice, he uses stretch, Father Stretch My Hands and 30 Hours in that. And those are the two songs that he worked with Kanye on on the Life of Pablo album. So it's like it was some good, some clever Word work. Play, honey. Good job, Quentin, baby. <laughs> Who cares? Listen, there are so many people that use ghostwriters. Like, why is that still a thing? Cardi B. It's not a, you know what? It's not a thing for R&B. And I feel like we talked about this before. They do it. That's like a known given in in R&B. But for some reason in rap, I guess, because you're supposed to be like a lyricist. And it's all about the lyrics and the words. I don't know. Girl. Please. Drake goes on to say, don't push me when I'm in album mode. You're not even top five as far as your label talent goes. Uh. Your brother said it wasn't. It was your cousin, then him, then you. So you don't rap what you did. You just rap what you knew. Don't be ashamed. There's plenty of niggas that do what you do. There's no malice in your heart. You're an approachable dude. He basically called him soft. Well. And not a, not the best rapper on your label. Okay. And also clever wordplay right there. He says no malice in that, which that's Pusha T's brother's stage name. From if you don't know who Clips is, then you're probably listening to the wrong show anyway. But um, he basically calls Push us off. So let's move. Let me see. He talks about him being a you know his rep as a drug dealer and it's not legit. He, yeah, basically, I feel like that's what pushes his whole to me. Like when I think back to the days of grinding, which what what was that high school? Yeah, that was a, yeah, very long time ago. Um. That's what he's known for, like Coke. And yeah, and he's yeah. Who cares? So Drake is basically saying you never were really that dude as far as selling drugs. He said a couple of Jordans and Mercedes, basically calling yeah. him a corner boy. Exactly. Yikes! But I kind of believe it because if you really move in anything, you're not gonna talk about it. And he still kind of talks about it on infrared, and it's 2018. I'm pretty sure he's like 40. 
he has nothing else to talk old. about. He needs to let it go, let the braids go. But you know what? I'm not going to turn this into a Pusha T bash session because of no, because we're going to get to uh, love for Drake his song too. But um, okay, I'll let me pause. One more line, and it's. And as far as Q, man, I changed his life a couple times. Nigga was at Kroger working double time. Y'all acting like he made the boy when I was trying to help the guy. Whoever was supposedly making me hits but then got no hits sound like they need me. Res- that was in response to the whole Quentin Miller ghostwriting accusation. He was like, listen, let me help y'all understand something. I would have been Drake without Quentin. Exactly. And I I'm helped still her. Okay. She was in Kroger. I liked a couple of her little tracks. I said, come in the studio. Let me get a couple of them lines in that track. And that's it. That was that. And that nigga probably. guess what? There are I guarantee you, he didn't go back to Kroger after that. Okay. Drake is like, I threw him a coin. What do y'all want? What more do you want from me? And if that Damn. nigga made me, why does he not have any Grammys? Why? Quinn. Yeah. Because. If he were meant to be a superstar, especially on Drake's level, he would have been one. Drake's saying, I'm still that nigga. I use a couple lines. Cute. I'm still that nigga. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> Damn. Y'all gonna bring this nigga up again? <laughs> oh, one last thing from that, from the Duppy Freestyle. He said, I really shouldn't have given you none of my time because you older than the nigga you running behind. Yikes. That was a jab at the fact that Kanye, I think. They're both 40 and 41. Kanye's 40, Push is 41, so he's like a year older than Kanye. Um, which, when you think about it, damn, 40 and 41. Okay. It really doesn't matter, but I guess he's just trying to say, you a little boy. Just so y'all can understand the level of petty, Drake followed up the release of the song by posting an invoice to Good Music on Instagram Loved for $100,000 for promotional assistance and career reviving. Drake gave him a, I feel like Drake gave him an adult read. It, it was, wasn't distasteful. Yeah, it was like a chastisement of a child or something. It was like, like punching him on the chin or something. Exactly. Like knocking him on the chin like, good job, little boy. And push your teeth. Good job, kiddo. Picked up a gun and said it. <laughs> what you're not going to do. No, push your teeth, grab... A handful of dirt <laughs> <laughs> and slug that shit in that nigga eyes. Uh, Push a T. He grabbed the hottest T. Push That's a T is that big girl that pick on everybody and Rasputia. wear her hair in a little ponytail. That is Rasputia. And she just mean and rude to everybody because she's big and ugly and nobody wants to date her. That's Push a T. Yeah. And it, Drake is the cute girl. Have you ever beat her up. like tap somebody on their arm or something and they punch the fuck out of you and it hurt? You like, what the fuck? I just tapped you. That's what yes. happened here. That's what happened here. <laughs> Drake did like a little love tap, like, you know, don't try that again. Like, I think he was kind of slick about it. Like, it was a little rudeness behind it, but you're right. Pusha T took it too yes. far. So he was playing he... games, but took it too far. Pusha T immediately responded back a couple days later with his own diss track, The Story of Adam. It wasn't immediately. It was like three or four days. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, a few days. It was on Tuesday, I believe. Allegedly, Adadon is the name of Drake's upcoming Adidas line. And so it's a play on the word, I mean, on Adidas and his son's alleged son's name, Adonis. It's kind of like a mixture of those. It's cute. Um, 
The cover art for his single is an actual pic of Drake in blackface taken in 2007. Drake, everybody was kind of going in on him for that part. Like, why the fuck are you in blackface? But he recently posted a statement, which you sent to me, in response to the pic saying it was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and that the struggle for black actors had not changed. And this was back in 2007. And I didn't feel a way because I feel like Drake has always identified as black. Yeah, he's black, so I I, I didn't even look twice. I at was that. just like, it's in poor taste and it's hilarious. And where yeah. did you find this? But all I know is he did his googles. He really did. Come on, push a T. That's some classic uh, rap beef shit right there. Yes, he did his googles, honey, and came up with that picture in blackface. All right, just a couple quotes from Pusha T's disc. Even though you're multi, I see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby divides the pie. And that, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first jab. Yes, because everybody knows steals. baby will not give Wayne his money, and we can assume he's keeping some of Drake money too. So exactly. all the millions he speak about, he may not be getting. But if, if you listen to the song Story of Adidon, it's very clever as well because he basically goes through responding to everything that Drake said in Duffy. Yes. And he kept saying um, Surgical Summer in the song, and I think that's what the fuck he was talking about, like scalping these niggas. I think, and I saw this on a little, I guess, like, rap board. Don't ask me why. It's where I used to download my music from. I no Legally, longer do that. Obviously. Legally, right? But they were like, they think he, they think Pusha T got pictures of Drake, um, like before and after for lipo or uh-uh. a nose job. <laughs> That's why he says surgical summer. Oh my god! If that's the case, it's over. Put a nail hands down in the coffin. Stick I'm still gonna listen to Drake, but Me he too. he will be the clear winner of the battle. <laughs> I'd be like, my boot took an L, but <laughs> <laughs> sheesh. Uh, next lines, he said, uh, Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch. I'm on one. You you mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five. Hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had. Drake, how you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. That covers both, love his mama. both of Drake's parents. Dennis and Sandy got the ass red. Listen, I don't give a shit about Dennis because he's a grown ass fuck nigga. But Sandy, she ain't do nothing to nobody. Sweet Sandy, she She's can't so find sweet. a man, and he let the world know. Okay, <laughs> your mama never found a man, and you worried about me, my fiance not having a ring. Please. More on Drake's father, monkey suit Dennis. And you parade him. <laughs> a Steve Harvey suit nigga made him. <laughs> okay. He called your dad a monkey, Drake. These are fighting words. Just, just. <laughs> Send me the Every, address. Send me the address, and we're going to fight. Every bar. Every bar <laughs> is fighting words. And then the other controversial part of the song, he says, Sophie knows better. Ask your baby mother. Cleaned her up for Instagram, but the stench is on her. The stench is still now, on her. And then he did the that was, like, he oh. did he did i forgot that part the clever part is sophie knows better is literally what her instagram name used it's to be her handle that shit is fine um anyway if you don't know who that is that's his alleged drake's alleged baby mother her face is the one that only a mother could love 
Surgical summer. But her body is everything. Is it real? I think it's real because it's sloppy. But the thing is, I have questions. Did she poke holes in the condom or did you nut in her? Because she's a porn star. star, Raw. Not a stripper, but a porn star. Like she fucks for a living. Raw. Yeah. Gross. And you know my nose, yes. I had to, I was like, Sophie Brousseau's porn name. <laughs> it's gross. I like, had to look for her. You didn't wipe her up. Y'all weren't monogamous. You just went she and fucked her. She don't have no videos. What you mean? She took them out I now? looked. Drake wiped the slate clean. He didn't got Olivia Pope on that shit. No. She had like videos of her by herself. You know how some porn stars don't have videos by themselves. But she didn't have any like fucking somebody. Like there's plenty of Drake. Names, like NBA players that have former porn star girlfriends. Yeah, and you can Google them, and they're actually having intercourse with a man that is not their husband. That's why Pusha said it makes sense now. Cleaned up on IG, but the stench still on her. He he got Olivia Pope on the case and got all them porns out but of here. But apparently she was with a bunch of NBA players, including Iman Shumper. I know he posted this. Quote uh, something he about was that. Like, today. Leave me the bomba clot. That was <laughs> that was before I met my crazy ass wife. I'm not trying to die. Exactly. Who else did they say? Oh, ASAP Rocky. That wouldn't surprise me, but it's crazy how all these celebrity men toss around the same few women. It's- and that's the thing. That's the gag of it all. The gag is a bunch of these girls get passed around. So I guess Drake got caught up nothing in one of them, but. Right. They waiting for one of them to stick or to get pregnant by one. Right. Because when she was pregnant, they was like, she didn't know who the baby daddy was, but she knew that nigga was rich. And you know what? I got to tip my hat to you, girl. Because all of us out here messing with niggas that do not have millions. Okay. okay. You did that, girl. <laughs> I don't know what you did to that kind of. you are. That big booty. Black men love a white girl with a big booty. They do. It's, they don't yeah. care what that face look like. And it's not even an anomaly anymore. Like, that's everywhere. It's they just, still love it's it. what it is. He also said, you're hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. I believe Sophie is French. Um, So that would explain the whole Border Patrol thing. But apparently Drake. is an American citizen, is he? He ain't been here long enough. I could be very wrong. Yeah, Yeah, he's Canadian. So, no. I don't think he has American citizenship. Or but the point is, that actually was old news. Like, niggas been new. I, you think know, they just I thought about that. My homeboy was like, did you know about that? I'm like, yeah, Savage said it on the How show months ago. How know? You mentioned that, remember? Yeah, because I was upset that it wasn't me. But you hear about people like Trey Songs recently. They were saying he had a baby. I nev- I always ignore it because I figure it's just people making up stories. So I never Listen, even gave it when it's Drake, a second look. I take look. it seriously. Okay. Did you have a test yet? You immediately we need did to make sure that There still hasn't here. been a test I read. I don't know what the pause is on that, but I do know she signed the NDA. That's why you ain't see that little baby. You know what it is? No fucking way. That baby came out and them eyebrows was connected. And he said, that is mine. (laughs) I don't need to. That's what happened. He was like, fuck. He had a unit just like me. But you know what? I felt so bad because I pictured what the baby would look like. And that baby got a snout on him. (laughs) (laughs) The mama got a snout. (laughs) The mama got a snout. Please look her picture up right now. You don't know what she looked like. I I seen her body. That's all that matters. Her nose. 
And Drake got a big nose too. So I'm like, oh, poor baby. He's gonna oh, have God. to get surgical. This episode gonna be long as fuck. But anyway, um Adonis Adonis it's I'm fine with that. Adonis is your son and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. Um apparently they, um Pusha was T Pusha T was on the radio saying that Drake planned to uh, well I guess he was gonna roll out the announcement of his son with the Adidas line just because of the play on the name in the line is what he was saying. Let but, me tell you something. Anyway. Who has a very popular sneaker brand with adidas is this a trick question kanye he got all the fucking tea kanye oh. gave him that tea on a silver platter kanye was like look i went to the board meeting um you're Drake right is planning you on thought about that out. i did Drake is planning on rolling out some bullshit called Adidon, and I think it's after his baby. That's what he said. That's what I heard. Put that he in said, the out. Put that here in the goes record. the smoking bomb. This is how we gonna get this mother. Drake was texting. You know how you see um, it's like a couple of them memes out there with somebody typing real fast on the keyboard. That mm. was Kanye right after he heard the song. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Bitch? Oh, he said, oh, okay. You want to mention me? <laughs> All the tea. I got that, and probably sent screenshots because. They love Kanye. They don't give a fuck about Drake. Drake ain't right. made them not a dollar. And this final line, which I felt like was pushing it a little over the line, he said, OVO 40, hunched over like he 80. Tick, tick, tick. How much time he got? That man is sick, sick, sick. So OVO 40 is Drake's producer, and he has multiple sclerosis. That was in very poor taste. That is so terrible. It was so disgusting. Like, I felt like, honestly, all of it was. Why are you bringing up that man's baby? There was so much stuff. It's not like Drake doesn't have stuff that you can talk about. Other than, well, he wanted that shit to hurt. Does matter. Huh? He wanted that shit to hurt. He was like, kill this nigga off with his motherfucking head. Off with his head. It but really, the MS, the MS thing was a little over the line for me. But a lot of people were coming back online saying, well, you should hear diss tracks in the 90s. That shit was wrong, too. There ain't no excuse. And, and Jay-Z apologized for talking about Nas's baby and condoms in the baby seat and yeah. shit. So maybe they'll apologize later, but... 40 heck, tweeted Fuck about Pusha it. T. He can know. go back to the trap house where he came from. Pusha did not come to play. That's all I know. Pusha is riding this wave because it's getting him some publicity that his ass would not have had without Drake. Let's be very clear. And I think he was trying to kill the female base that Drake has. And he also mentioned Drake never stands up for issues pertaining to black people. Drake knows who gives him all of his money, and they're okay. white. Go to a Drake Listen, concert. I'm starting to think white. now. This is why I can't get myself too worked up in this celebrity shit, because Drake's album comes out in a few weeks, too. So they both know what the fuck they're doing, if you ask me. Not Drake that he needs the publicity anyway. like Pusha T, but a damn show won't hurt. Drake would have sold anyway. I don't know, but for Pusha, nothing was off limits. Nothing and no one is off limits. Pusha... I thought it was very pathetic, <laughs> but I understand why you did what you did. To me, I'm just going to say this. Drake's song, his delivery, his flow is better, hands down. He's better than you, sweetie. Pusha T delivered the content, the, like the lyrics. He went the fuck in with the low blows, all that shit. As far as it being a straight up diss record, he 
he wins as far as the disc goes. But Drake's song was better, period. His flow is better on everything than pushes, period. Anyway, so y'all take with that and do what you want with it. Fuck Pusha T. VA still. No, I love Drake, but still, I got to rap for VA too. Fuck Pusha T. That's just uh, my opinion. Our opinion. I said what I said. Sorry, I'm finishing my drink. Um, So, speaking of people who can disappear, Roseanne's entire existence is canceled. Canceled? (laughs) (laughs) They got her big ass the fuck out of here. She made a racist comment about former Obama aide Valerie Jarrett on Twitter the other night. And as a result, Shannon Dungy, the black woman who is currently the president of ABC. She's beautiful. The network where Roseanne shows air said, you are hereby canceled. Immediately. Roseanne, done. Get out of <laughs> no here. No more shows. Channing said, uh, Roseanne's Twitter statement is abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and we have decided to cancel her show. Um, by the way, Channing, she was the first black woman and black person, period, to be president of a major TV network. Roseanne's talent agency also dropped her, but let me tell you. Shit, they turned their back. Right. Let me just say, let me see. What did Roseanne actually say? Roseanne replied to a comment about Valerie Jarrett saying, uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. So it was a a picture. Right. Equals VJ for Valerie Jarrett. So she apologized and said it was a bad joke. But just before her show got canceled, Wanda Sykes, who's an executive producer, I believe, on Roseanne, she announced on Twitter that she would be quitting. So people just started dropping like flies like, fuck that after she posted this racist shit. Because you can't really come back from that. Like, you cannot backtrack from saying Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Fucking Apes about a black woman. (laughs) How racist about a black woman when the president is black of the whole network. Even if it wasn't, let's just take Valerie Jarrett out of it. You talking about a random person. Yes. And you're headlining your own show on ABC. Come on, sis. Roseanne is trash. And you I'm really I'm mad. Trump got these bitches acting up. First of all, it really sucks that her racist ass put all these people, these other people on the show out of a fucking job. Cause your ignorant ass. Listen, they had so many pictures of what's his name, John. What is Goodman. her name? Goodman. John Goodman is upset. You hear me? Upset. He should be with her fat ass and did that shit like that. That's fucked up. Like, bitch, even if you feel it, tuck your racism in. That's what a lot of those executives do. Yeah, but um, trying to have people exposing themselves. Roseanne tried to blame it on the drug Ambien, saying it was 2 in the morning and I was on Ambien tweeting. The maker of Ambien said, responded and said, while all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known side it's, effect of any it's not one of them. medication. So you, let's be very clear. Your racism has nothing to do with Ambien. Leave us the fuck out of it. And I feel like celebrities are always quick to be like, oh, the Ambien. That didn't make you racist. No, it was a red face. The truth came out. She's been a Trump supporter, and I'm just so mad that she's I didn't pay attention to her for all these years, and now it's like coming to the light. I'm like, damn, I would have been now like in your ass. The fuck? But I did know that they positioned them as conservatives and Trump supporters, so I was like, why would I watch that? Yeah, that's that's really why I didn't watch it when I heard that, too. I was like, oh, never mind. 
by my stepdad watches it. And my mom was like, I deleted every show off the DVR. I canceled the series. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, she went the fuck off. OMG. Was like, Why was he watching it? OMG Made Sir on Instagram said, look how they true color show when they got the president they wanted. They feel untouchable. Okay. That's exactly and what that's it is. And that's the word. That's and it. And all the shit that Trump has said is like, it's making it okay for all you other motherfuckers to come out of the woodworks. You know that's what? you keep seeing people get beat up and dragged around restaurants exactly. and drop kicked. And I said this before, show yourself. I think I prefer that. So I know who to fucking cross off the list. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> You're canceled. So after this happened, Trump tweeted, Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne. Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump. And yes, he's talking to the third person. He never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. What? You need to worry about fucking narcissist. Stupid. How you would have made this about you like you do everything else? We already Everything's about him. And then Sarah Sanders tried to defend his statement later in a press briefing, insisting that he was not defending Roseanne. He was just trying to say that there was a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Conf- oh, no. Doesn't matter. Double standard. Favorite That's what I'm looking for. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. How is your, <laughs> I watched the press briefing. Her longest response to any question at the press briefing came from something that, you know, stemmed from fucking Roseanne. How, how does that make any sense? The president. we have an entertainer in chief. He ain't got no business being in nobody's White House. All I have to say is, this is America. This is America. This is America. I hate it, but I hate everywhere else more. So, Speaking of guess I'm here. <laughs> Speaking of things I hate, but actually, I got a good chuckle off of this. Kim Kardashian visited the White House oh, um, God. to talk about prison reform. Listen. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the New York Post dragged her. What did they say? Up Trump and down the street, Trump meets honey. Rump or something was the title, I think. It was offensive, but I don't care because you got a big disrespectful ass you want people to talk about you yeah so she met with jared kushner who's uh ivanka's husband i think he's trump senior advisor or something and she met with trump to discuss prison reform her name in the same sentence as prison reform that really tickled me for some for some reason because it's a joke because she has absolutely no depth to her at all unless we're talking about sucking dick or doing makeup makeup. i'm confused on how you can help how can you help us she anyway. can't. She just found this random black lady to latch on to and yeah. have an opinion about. Because there Listen. are so many other people that are wrongfully incarcerated and facing the death penalty. And she was like, let me choose this grandma yeah. because people can get behind that. And she's light-skinned. I think people can get behind that, too. I'm I'm not actually a Kardashian hater, per se. but I know. I follow them. The I point like is, we all know Trump. He uses celebrities for photo ops. And that's it. He just wants somebody black or somebody like Kim who is a huge star and associated with the black community. Well, in her case, by the way, of penis. Um, but he wants, you know, to look like they are in support of him so he can use that shit for a look. He like, listen, I, I listened to the Kardashian girl about a black 
45 does not care about black people. Period. <laughs> At all. Period, honey. But anyway, like you mentioned, um, she also said she wanted to meet with him to discuss pardoning Alice Johnson, um, a 62-year-old grandmother who's been in jail for 21, year, 21 years for a nonviolent drug offense. I'm not mad at her intentions, but find another way. It's But let me tell you what Trump's Trump not going to do. Life. He's not going to bother all of his friends that own their own prisons that are getting a shit ton of taxpayers' okay. money. Every time somebody gets wrongfully incarcerated, that's what's not going to happen. Because he's Donald Trump, and that's what the fuck we trying to tell your ass. The only thing he wants to do is have more money in his pockets and his friends' pockets so they can put money in his pockets. That's all he cares about. I don't understand what all the bigots don't understand about that. Yeah, and then they posted a picture of her with Trump in the Oval Office after this, and I immediately scrolled past it. I didn't even care to look. I'm surprised he was even there. He's never there. Yeah, he may have t- taken a break from golf just for this photo op. But anyway. Why it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Did you hear the story about Atlanta Dr. Wendell, Wendell Boutte? Listen. It's no. a woman, a black woman. I saw a black lady twerking and popping in an operating room. While yes. someone's stomach is cut open trying to get a, t- a tummy tuck. I just want my oh. stomach removed and you twerking and popping and rapping on top of me <laughs> while I'm unconscious. <laughs> and then when something go wrong, I don't know what happened. You know what happened. You was popping and shaking. But singing fucking Brick House and what was she singing? Cut it. You need to cut I it. I didn't watch the video because I was just like, oh my God, why is she cooning? Like, you're cooning to the point where they will take your medical license. Anyway, if you haven't heard, she faces multiple lawsuits after videos of her singing and dancing and twerking and popping while she operated on people surfaced on YouTube because she posted it for marketing purposes. There are more than 20 videos. Without their permission, obviously. Yes, there are more than 20 videos on her own channel for promotional purposes. Um, She was singing Cut It um, literally while cutting people. Um, She was singing Brick House and some other shit. She had her assistants behind her at one point doing like backup dances and shit. All she had to do was ask. Dr. Miami asked. Yes. So there's been five malpractice lawsuits against her. Four of them, she's already reached a settlement. I think that may have happened before we found the story broke. So that just tells you right there. going to go through the Okay. If she don't lose her damn license. If she don't lose her license. Right. But people's uh, patients have alleged they've suffered infections and disfigurement and somebody was brain dead. One of her patients afterwards. Oh my God. It's not funny no more. It's not. You twerking the pop and doing the butterfly and the bankhead bounce and these people like surgery is so fucking serious. When you put somebody under, like you these people can die. And you too busy worried about likes and follow the lawsuits also claim she's unqualified to do many of the procedures but apparently in georgia where she is there's a law that pro uh what does it say it says when you are licensed to practice medicine you can do surgery as well there isn't like a separate licensing for a surgeon reasons i will not be doing jack shit in georgia it's terrible Hello, Nisha on Instagram said, first of all, Dr. Miami has been doing this for the longest. Y'all not finna do this today. The real question is, did they give consent to be filmed and published? In my mind, do we know that? Probably not. I don't know. That's why it's even a story. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, you're probably right. But girl, 
I don't see how she ever thought that was okay to post, but niggas would do anything. A whole doctor about to fuck up your whole career. Right. Speaking of fucked up, fucking up your career, Morgan Morgan Freeman was accused of sexual harassment by multiple women. I believe it. Another black man going down. I believe it because he was fucking his granddaughter. Yeah, his so he is the same man who he was allegedly having an affair with his step granddaughter. Um, I don't know. <laughs> He's also managed to look eighty years old for the last fifty years, so he is questionable. I don't know that nigga look old as fuck forever. Forever. But um, one woman was. On this, she was working with him when he was doing a "Going in Style" a movie, which aired back, came out in 2017. So this is recent like behavior. Um, anyway, the woman claims Morgan touched her inappropriately and made comments about her clothing and body on a daily basis, and kept trying to lift up her skirt, asking if she was wearing underwear. If this is true, you're an old fucking pervert. I'm not gonna hold any punches because you are black, and you know, I don't. It, it, wrong is wrong. Ironically, Morgan Freeman and Bill Cosby are both 80 years old. I don't know. Real Housewives of Atlanta uh, posted on Instagram. Now we let y'all have Bill. Cut this shit out. Okay. (laughs) NY2ATL said, who the fuck he harassed? Harassed Miss Daisy. (laughs) Exactly. He is 80, but them niggas still get horny. The fuck? That don't matter. Morgan released an apology for anyone who felt uncomfortable or disrespected around him. But a couple days later, a white female entertainment reporter did an interview. Did you see this? No. She said that one of the inappropriate comments made by Morgan was caught on tape when she interviewed him and his two co-stars for their movie, Going In Style, uh, last year. At the time, this reporter happened to be six months pregnant. In the clip, Michael Caine, who was his co-star in the movie, was sitting right next to him. He was describing, Michael was describing that one time he congratulated a woman on her pregnancy and she wasn't really pregnant. And he was saying how he would never do that again because he was embarrassed. Right after he uh, told that story, Morgan said, boy, do I wish I was there. To me, he was saying he wish he was there to witness his embarrassment, you know, Michael's embarrassment, like an embarrassing moment. But the reporter was saying she was trying to claim that he looked her up and down while he was saying that, insinuating that he meant he wished he was there when, you know, when she made her baby. <laughs> that was a reach. It was a stretch. And I feel like they just out here. I mean, I feel like at a certain point it is a witch hunt. So right. it's hard as a female to say that. But, bitch. Calm down. Based on that evidence are. that she claims is raw footage of her him her being harassed, Becky, go away. Go away. That doesn't mean he didn't harass anybody else but her. No, that was not harassment. He was not even talking to you or about you. Right. But she, she claimed that that whole recording was the impetus for the entire investigation. Excuse me? These bitches just want to be famous. Um. Anyway, now I cha- I kind of changed my mind after I heard that. I'm like, I don't know now, cause that is not enough evidence. Cause that was some bullshit. Right. Anyway. Reaching, Becky. You're reaching. That's about all I got. Oh, I did want to say. Oh, quickly, we need to pray for the healing of Scissor's uh vocal cords. 
they weren't um, all that strong to begin with. But I love SZA, and I think she has a beautiful voice. She That's recently true. tweeted that, that her vocal cords were permanently damaged. I rebuke that devil, um, <laughs> that spirit of witchcraft coming from her throat. SZA, we need another album, please. I can't. She auto tune it. Her voice was nothing special. Come on. Come it wasn't. On. She didn't have a powerful voice, but she has a nice voice. Fine, I'll do it. It's okay? kind of like a Janae Aiko thing. It's not powerful. I'll make it. I'll make the album for you. Okay, All right? No. I'll pass, sweetie. Please. It'll sound the same. <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Uh, is You sure? Yeah, it's been long enough. Let's move to a commercial. All right, we'll be right back. Shit. Do you have a company? Are you trying to distribute a product? Do you need to expand your reach? Advertise with us here at the Articulate Podcast. Articulate covers the most entertaining events in pop culture and social media of the week. Plus, you may learn a thing or two and grow your vocabulary. Advertising on podcasts is a great way to reach a modern and tech-savvy audience with disposable income. That's why you should advertise with us, the Articulate Podcast. We have a super lit and intelligent audience. For more information, contact us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email to thearticulatepodcast at gmail.com. And we're back. My section is not going to be that long um, since we're already 45 minutes in. But let's get into this articulated segment. Uh, that's A R T I C U L A T E D. Why articulated. <laughs> the topic of the week is the National Spelling Bee. Uh, clever, aren't you? Yes, I actually won the Spelling Bee my seventh grade year. Which I remember studying for it. You did? I did. I won it at my school. Did you go to the regionals? Yeah, but what word did you spell wrong? Didn't get too far. I don't remember in seventh grade. You know damn well. Listen, this is something Ty and I talk about all the time. We have the worst memories. We do. But I do remember when I'm better than people, and I remember that I won. (laughs) That's all that matters. So (laughs) it's all that matters. I remember studying for it. They gave you like this 300 page document that was stapled together, and it was just a bunch of words that you'll never remember from A to Z. And yeah, I was in the gifted program. And not being cocky at all because I've you were smoked it all away. Aquila before Aquila. Bloop. Bloop. <laughs> but the reason I, that was a lot. The reason I chose this topic is because it is actually National Spelling Bee Week. And it's held each and every year, the week after Memorial Day at a hotel or a convention center. Here in the D.C. area. It's been held at the Gaylord in National Harbor since 2011. I've been there. We stayed there last Isn't year. it everything? It is everything. I love the Gaylord. It's very expensive. But previously, they were at the Grand Hyatt in D.C. And I think they normally have it here because the spellers end up at the White House. Got like, it. ever since they were started in 1925, they go to the White House. So, they're like, fuck it. Let's just meet in D.C. Whatever. Um, But, yeah. So, it airs on ESPN. It's a sport, after all, being smarter and better. And uh, the finals is actually tonight. So hopefully this will be up before the finals. But if not, I'm sure you can find it on demand. But 
Yeah. So just a little bit about the history. It's currently called the Scripps National Spelling Bee. It's named after the E.W. Scripps Company. And that's S-C-R-I-P-P-S, Scripps, um, that acquired the rights back in 1941. And their overall purpose is to help students improve their spelling, increase their vocabularies, learn concepts, and develop correct English usage that will help them all their lives, which ironically is our purpose at the Articulate Podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) They stole it. (laughs) They obviously stole that from us, but... Anyway, um, I guess not, because they were founded in 1925, and it was a bunch of local um, spelling bees they consolidated. It was organized by the Courier Journal in Louisville, and the first winner ever was Frank Newhauser, and he successfully spelled Gladulus. hope I pronounced that right, but but it's G-L-A-D-I-O-L-U-S. And they've had it every single year except during World War II from 1943 to 45 for obvious reasons. <laughs> Not having a spelling bee in the middle of fucking wartime. But um, just a little about, about the winner's circle. Texas has the most amount of champions. Can you believe that? It's 11 of them. Mm, I guess. <laughs> Next is Ohio with nine. Colorado, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee are all tied with seven. Only two have won from Georgia and two have won from Virginia. And it's been 49 females and 27 males. Why? Because females are better. Thank you. The longest word from one of the winners that was spelled um, is 15 letters. And it was spelled by Vanya Shivan Shakar. Sounds Indian. And the word was <laughs> Sharon Schneit. Not going to spell it. Okay, that was no. the word. That's all I like somebody's name. All right. And the shortest word was in 1984 by Daniel Greenblatt, which sounds white. And his word was luge, L-U-G-E. So I think he somehow won by the skin of his yellow teeth. But congratulations. The average age of the winners is 13. Usually um, all of the people in the competition are 11 to 14 years old because you must be in middle school and you must um, win at a school that is enrolled in the National Spelling Bee Company or whatever, whatever the fuck it is. They have to basically sign up with the National Spelling Bee that they're a legit middle school. So what do you win? That's what people really want to know, right? A scholarship. Fuck no. Cash, money, honey. Oh, but even better. They call them Spellbrights. <laughs> or Spellbrities. I don't know. It sounds stupid. But for all of them, they get a one-year subscription to Merriam-Webster. Unabridged online, of course. And then they get a some kind of an award. The Mr. J. Sugarman Award. Um... Oh, no, it's from Mr. J. Sugarman, but it's the Samuel Lewis Sugarman Award. Cut the check. Oh, you want to buy the money? So, (laughs) (laughs) the most you can win as a champion is $40,000 cash and a trophy. That's an education, yeah. That's a year these days. When we (laughs) were in school, that's a whole education. These days, that's one year of tuition. That's terrible Second place is $30,000. I know. 
Second place, 30,000. Third place, 20,000. Fourth, 10,000. Fifth, 5,000. Sixth, 2,500. And if you are seventh, 2,000. And most of them get a $500 gift card. I think that's something for a little eight, um, eighth grader. Yeah. So who you cares? You can at least pay the loser's travel fees. Right. So 16 spellers will take the stage on tonight. And they'll probably go for about five rounds to get them up out of there. But there's nine girls, seven boys. All of them come from the United States, except for one from Canada. And that was another thing I left out. In order to qualify, you do have to be in the U.S. or in a U.S. territory. So if you're on a military base in Europe, for example, you would qualify because you're still a U.S. citizen in a U.S. um, military base. But, yeah, they started with 41 spellers. And they're down to 12. Or did I say 16? They started with 41 and they're down to 16. And one of them little motherfuckers are going to win tonight, honey. But, yeah. So, I think that's all I care to share about the National Spelling Bee. I didn't know that they won that much money. It's pretty dope. But you guys should check it out on ESPN. And that is the articulated topic of this week. Um, we're going to take a little break. Do you sell flat tummy tea? <laughs> Do you <laughs> sell weave? Are you doing lashes? Um, do you have any type of a technology based company or merchant company? If so, hit us up. We have the audience, honey. We have the views. We have the reach. Advertised with the Articulate Podcast with Savage and Ty. We cover the most entertaining events in pop culture and social media of every week. Plus, you might learn a thing or two and grow your vocabulary, honey. So, advertising on podcasts is a great way to reach the tech-savvy audience with disposable income with a little coin. So if you would like to advertise with us, please contact us on any of our social media platforms at The Articulate Podcast or send us an email at thearticulatepodcast at gmail.com. I just wanted to mention that, you know, they got those uh, lollipops now. Like if, I hate all of it. It's a diuretic. Get out of my tea. fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> you can do the same thing with... um. F some salt, please. I really want to know the results from all these women trying this shit. Nothing, starving shit. That's eating the, tea I and mean, eating McDo- drinking tea and eating McDonald's. You're still big. Your pH is off and your pussy stink. I sent <laughs> him. I sent him. Uh, it wasn't even a meme. It was like a screenshot. Verbatim, it says, "If your pussy stink, you got two buttholes." <laughs> That's the dumb shit that we find funny. No, if your pussy stank, you have two booty holes. Booty holes. And if you take flat tummy tea and eat McDonald's and smoke weed and drink Hennessy and bunk all day, <laughs> you have two booty holes. And that's it. The word bunk. Argue with me. Has always been funny to me. Ugh. Anyway, it's time oh, for words of the week. Are you ready? Always ready. The first like Drake. word is arrogate. <sighs> That sounds like arrogant. Arrogate is a verb, and it's spelled A-R-R-O-G-A-T-E. Shout out to the National Spelling Bee. 
to claim or seize without justification. To claim or seize without justification. Hmm. Or it's like assuming ownership or something like that. Arrogate, a verb. Mm. Without justification is what's hanging me up. I'm trying to relate it to something this week. I would say that Trump arrogated the White House. No, the no, country, yes, that even. works. The entire country, but he may have a uh, White House, but he doesn't have our mind. No, right. um, <laughs> I was gonna say, Pusha T attempted to arrogate the rap throne. <laughs> Didn't he? Not <laughs> happening, little braids. <laughs> but if we want to get technical. I mean, grinding was the last hit. Drake is my light skin king, and I will not have this, okay? I wept for him because you know he was somewhere crying. I'm trying to. This is the articulate podcast, and I'm trying to remember how to pronounce the second word. I think it's ex, <laughs> excogitate. I don't know if that's it. Excogitate is a verb, and it's spelled E X C O G I T A T E. Excogitate. It means to think out or devise, like devising a plan. Push a T, excogitate the fuck out of that <laughs> district. Please. That is a good one. Um, and he did. He excogitated a plan. Wait, he excogitated. Um, I'm trying to say it like. He really came up with a plan to get Drake the fuck out of here. Roseanne didn't even attempt to excogitate all them racist ass tweets she sent out. At <laughs> all. Don't care about you, blackies. I said what the fuck I said. The ambient made me racist. Stupid. The ambient made me tweet it, but I still <laughs> said that shit. Let's be very clear. <laughs> you know what? She kept tweeting out memes and shit. That were kind of going against her apology. It's like, do you, yeah, you clearly retweeting racist stuff. You don't so mean like, it. Sis, leave we, us alone. Sis, please. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so many people defend her. And every time I saw a black person defend her, I was like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. Get the jigaboo fuck out of here. I mean, black comedians do it. <sighs> jigaboo. She will never know who you are. We can't, black people can't be racist. Please. Thank you. I didn't sound like I gotta fucking say it. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much it. Please listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, and remember to use the hashtag tap or hashtag the articulate podcast around social media when you're commenting so we'll mention you on the show or you could just add us. And fuck, I forgot my part. <laughs> oh, engage with us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, at The Articulate Podcast. On Twitter, we are The Articulate PC. Or you can just go to our Facebook page, The Articulate Podcast, or our website, TheArticulatePodcast.com. Anyway, yeah. 
holla at us. Don't be shy. Congratulations. We know you out there listening. We see you. Yes. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Congrats to all the recent graduates because I've been seeing a lot of pictures online. Congrats and welcome to the world of getting up at 8 o'clock every... Actually, getting up at 6.30 or 7 o'clock every morning. Okay. Going to bed at 1 in the morning and wondering... Why am I doing all of this? I'm practicing not being angry when I wake up first thing in the morning. It's very hard. <laughs> no one talk to me for two hours, please. <laughs> you just have to meditate. I downloaded this app. It's called Abide. Come on. A-B-I-D-E. They didn't give us any advertising coins, so that's as far as I'm going to take it. But, um, Is that quote or? No, it's a white lady. I wish I could change her voice. But anyway, um, she tells you, like, different bible scriptures or it's very christian oh, alexa does that a little bit too for me yeah it's pretty dope yeah but also what was i gonna say and you can set it to remind you so it reminds me at 7 a.m and at 10 i was reading oprah's latest book and there was something in there that was just saying write down two things that you're grateful for every morning i was like let me try to do that and see if that'll help because i'll be in a mood right but i think yeah, I'm not going to go down too deep. But I had a really good dream last night, and I got up and wrote down some goals. Come on. That's what really helps me is setting goals and achieving them in the short term. Gotta but one thing up. I can't seem to do is stop eating so much. That is a real problem. I can't. I can't. Uh, anyway, who y'all got for the NBA Finals? Who do you? The Cavs. I, I'm... I like LeBron and Steph. I'm so I'm such a Libra. I can't make any fucking decisions. Um, but this is I just love LeBron and Savannah and the little girl. This is literally the fourth year in a row that they've met in the finals. And right now, Golden State has won two out of three. So we're gonna see what happens. See if the Cavs tied up. But game one comes on tonight. Oh, I thought game one was on the other night. Mm-mm, the game. I'm late. Well, the Capitals won here, and all of the Whites are very excited about it, honey. Do they flip any cars? No, not that excited. No. That's, like, West Virginia excited. This is literally um, our longest episode yet. I gotta go. Look, <laughs> he gotta go to the bathroom, y'all. Anyway, thanks for joining us. I hope you had a good week, and I can't wait for Drake's um, response. Yes, please hurry up, Drake. Why should come out right after we get out of this? Anyway. Uh, it better not be out. Shit. Anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>